when I was 14, I went to boarding school. That's when it started. I was bulimic, which is actually still a really hard word for me to say out loud. You know, you automatically say eating disorder and bulimia. And people, they just picture you looking in the mirror and it's all about the way your body looks. And But it's not. I mean, there's certainly things that I didn't like about my body, but I never remember looking in the mirror and hating my body so much. I do remember being really sad. I just remember being really sad and not wanting to die, but it was just really a really gray time, feeling really isolated, feeling super uncool, very insecure. I can't imagine doing that now, like thinking that that would be the best way to heal. (laughs) But at that age, for some reason, I just remember trying it to see what it would feel like. And then it just became a thing, like my thing. It came in waves, depending on what was going on in my life and who I was around and how I was feeling. But 14 to 28, it was always always there in some capacity. The hardest part about all this, between treatment and getting better and actually coming out, still not everybody in my life today knows telling people was hard at first, and then it sort of felt empowering and good to tell, just to be able to sort of say it out loud and everything. You know, I look at my sisters and the way we all sort of handle the divorce and my mom being sick, they just handled it so well. And I crumbled. My recovery started out as, once I knew that my family knew, it was, I knew it was over. I knew it was time. At that point, I was just so sick and tired of being sick and tired. My family just took over. My sister and my mom were on the phones all morning with my health insurance company finding a place for me to go. I just knew that this was it. If I couldn't do it for me at that point, it was, I mean, it was over. I was doing it for them. And But getting there to, to recovery was a whole different story. <laughs> I never said the word bulimia, never mind. Talked about it with anyone. I didn't even know how to spell it on my intake form. (laughs) That first day, we were in small groups, you know, we had to talk about it. I didn't even know how to talk about it. I literally felt like I didn't have the vocabulary to talk about it. And it, it it took a while for me to start to be able to do that and talk about my feelings and also it took a while for me to realize that oh you know I actually actually this is sort of working I I do actually feel a little bit better like talking about these things and also being with other women it took that shame away I think that's really important for people to know is that when you start to talk about it, it takes that shame away. 
and then you can get better. It almost made me feel proud in a way because I could just say that I had this problem that seemed so much bigger than me and that just I never really thought was going to go away. I just sort of thought it was always going to be there. But then it was kind of just to be able to say that, I hey, I have this crazy eating disorder, but I made the decision to get help and I'm doing it and talking about it and I'm not embarrassed and ask me anything. That that feeling of being an open book, that transparency was something I hadn't felt in forever. So that felt really good. My biggest thing now is I'm just super aware of what my daughter sees and the things that she's going to start feeling about herself. And I know that it's my job to to do the best job I can at making sure Winnie is the person I see when she looks in the mirror. And I just want her to love herself. It scares me to think that someday she's going to be a teenager and maybe somebody's going to say something to her that makes her feel badly about herself or uncool or not smart enough. You know, we don't keep a scale in the house. <laughs> I I don't ever, <laughs> not that I have time to anymore, like look in the mirror and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I typically don't anyways talk about the way I look, you know, the way if, my, if I'm, you know, having a particularly bad day where I'm just not feeling great about my body or myself or anything, I... I really try and watch my words and earn language around her. And I also make sure that she has a really healthy relationship to food. Her and I eat together, which is great. We go to the farmer's market. Food is something that we, we really enjoy in our house. And she's getting to the age where she can sort of be in the kitchen with me while we're making food together. And that feels really good. Inevitably, Winnie is going to have, there's going to be issues. You know, she's going to be a teenager, and for a while, it's going to suck. Like, I know that. I'm prepared. I guess I just hope that when she does get there, that we have the kind of relationship where she can come and talk to me about things, but mostly, you know, that her relationship with food and her relationship to her body and her love for herself and her love for her body and I just want to make sure that however bad it is, the last thing that she would turn to is is disrespecting her body and not taking care of it and loving it and treasuring it. To be honest, yeah, I have hard days all of the time. And there's times, most of the time, where I don't think about that eating disorder. I really... I feel like that is a different person. It's not to say I don't look in the mirror and think, you know, but that's so low on my list of priorities. It just, that's just not where my brain goes. And that's, I guess that's a really good thing. (laughs) My toolbox is, is bigger now. I have a bigger toolbox of ways to make myself feel better. You know, the downs aren't as down. It's a little bit scary to talk about it and think about it because 
it reminds me of what I'm capable of and like where I'm capable of going. But I think about all the things that I've done since recovery and gone through and there have been a lot of stresses, good and bad. And like, and I just, I haven't gone there to that deep, bad place. Someday I'm going to, Winnie and I will talk about it when I feel like she's old enough. I have no idea when that's going to be. I do want to talk to her about it because I feel like there's so much shame, again, that word shame, like around this. I feel like more people need to talk about it so it's not as, it doesn't have to be like this big secret for people. And so, you know, I just feel like I'd want to tell her about it. I think the first time I heard about it was somebody talking about some girl in high school being bulimic. And I just remember in my head thinking, I mean, not because she had an eating disorder, but I remember thinking, wow, that girl is so cool. She's so pretty. Everybody likes her. So my first ever introduction to it was, well, the cool girl was doing it. So I had recently heard of a family friend who was not who was struggling, and I didn't know what she was struggling with necessarily, but just struggling in general. And her parents weren't talking about it either. They were just using the word struggling and at the same time seemed pretty embarrassed about their daughter's situation. And I just remember saying to my father that I felt like that broke my heart because more than anything, like we all struggle everybody has got something. And if you can't talk about it, then it's never going to get better. Now that I'm almost 33, thinking about a 14-year-old girl being so sad and just thinking that that was going to make her feel better and then having just become this huge secret that she couldn't tell anyone, I always try and keep my little girl in my pocket. If I'm ever in my 33-year-old situation that I don't feel like is good for my 14-year-old self, I try and remember that and I try and take care of myself now. I just want Winnie to, you know, I want to build her toolbox at an earlier age. 